Doctor, Marketing, IT, and Business Development Guru. Here, we will together delve into my dedicated journey to survive, grow, and prosper in a post-COVID Canada. This podcast and any statements made by me or others therein is just me sharing my opinions. This is not financial, legal, or other advice, and continuing to listen implies acceptance of this disclaimer in its entirety. Thank you for listening. In this segment, we will discuss the big three Canadian investment bank accounts for new investors. We will discuss investing styles, and I will share some resources for further research. For reference, today is June 12, 2021 in sunny Victoria, BC. Let's get started by talking about beginner's investment bank account types. Canada has three amazing bank accounts that are ideal for new investors that want to have a little more control and engagement with their investing. I personally use TD Bank for my TFSA and RSP as I find it convenient for cash transfers between other accounts at TD Bank. And so I can be sure to quote, pay myself first, unquote, as instructed by the wealthy barber. If you haven't read The Wealthy Barber and The Wealthy Barber Returns by David Chilton, please do. Highly recommended simple explanations of basic Canadian investing. So the downsides to TD Bank for me commission fees, and non-interest accruing savings accounts. Also, uh, one must make three trades a quarter uh, if they're under the minimum balance with the the uh, TD Bank savings accounts. So when shopping banks, make sure you weigh your priorities and search for that perfect match. You may not need a brick and mortar bank, and you can look into banks with competitive benefits like Tangerine or Wealth Simple. Let's take a look at these three types of accounts and weigh some of the pros and cons. RESP. The RESP is a savings account specifically for your child's higher education. However, you can also name yourself or another adult as the beneficiary. You must use the money in this account in 35 years, and you can only contribute to it for 31 years. After that time expired, the money will be returned to you, and any interest earned will be taxed at the regular rate plus 20%. You can also transfer that money at that time to uh, you or your spouse's RSP, your retirement savings plan which may reduce the amount of taxes owed on that interest. And there are no taxes. There are no taxes on the amount you contributed. Uh, Lifetime contribution maximum is currently around, well, it's currently specifically $50,000. The government will also currently contribute up to $1,100 per year into your account with a $5,000 annual investment. Um, Unless you have a carry forward balance, gets a little complicated. 
However, uh, you will forfeit this government grant contribution if you do not use it for education. And even if you do use it for education, grant money in excess of $7,200 must be repaid to the government. RSP. RSP is an acronym for Retirement Savings Plans. I will specifically refer to the most famous RSP, the RRSP, the Registered Retirement Savings Plan. This one comes with an income tax deduction and a limited contribution amount. Any profits from your investments well within your RSP will not be taxed. However, when you eventually withdraw from your RSP, you will pay regular income tax on this withdrawal. Planning for retirement should definitely include consulting with a qualified financial advisor and making sure that you're choosing the path that meets the needs of you and your family. Other benefits of the RSP is the Canadian government will let you borrow from your own account interest and tax-free for the purposes of education and first-time home ownership. Used in conjunction with a TFSA, an RSP can be a powerful vessel in your investment strategy. With the RSP, you can currently contribute 18% of your 2020 earned income, up to 27830 The tax deduction that you get by contributing to your RSP is about 20% for those making less than 44000 a year. This deduction increases the more you make. TFSA, the Tax-Free Savings Account a brilliant Canadian tax shelter savings account that you can invest from directly. Any capital gains or dividends earned from these investments are tax exempt. The maximum contribution limit is only $6,000 per year currently. However, unused contribution room can be carried forward. The outstanding benefit of the TFSA is you don't pay taxes on withdrawals and you can recontribute amounts withdrawn in the year or the years after you withdrew them. TD Bank claims on their website that your overall return for the same amount of money invested at the same rate of return will be higher from a TFSA versus an RSP. I personally use one of both. I don't have any uh, education plans, so the TFSA and the RSP are perfect for me. Uh, there may be a different combination or just a single account that is perfect for you. Next up, investing styles. By investing styles, I am referring to the frequency of engagement with your investments. On one end of the spectrum, you have the day trader. Trading is what they do. They capitalize off market volatility. They calculate to the very best of their ability when various equities will rise and fall, and they can make money with either direction. On the opposite end of this spectrum, you have the Auto Invest Managed Index Fund Wealth Simple Investor. They automatically transfer into their Wealth Simple Savings Account which puts the money in accounts based on their assessed risk tolerance and preferences. Technically, other than the setup, 
no real involvement is needed with this type of investing. My personal niche is in between this, and I only trade on upswings on companies I believe in. For example, I bought some BlackBerry stock at $10 in my TFSA. When it recently was short squeezed to $20, I took my profits. When the price corrects to $10 again, I will buy more because in my opinion, BlackBerry has a lot in the works and some partners with big potential. So where will you fall on this uh, trading frequency spectrum? What will your investing style be? You can find your sweet spot or you can move around. There are many ways to succeed as an investor and you must find the way that is the best fit for you. Finally, I'm gonna share a few resources that I've found extremely helpful. So for beginners, I would recommend on YouTube, Graham Stephen, Graham Stephen, and Griffin Melks, Griffin Melks. And as a great primer, I would recommend the Simple Money Podcast by Matthew Seawick, also known as the Friendly Financial Coach. Uh, definitely a Canadian you could find him on Podbean. As you get more advanced, or if you're leaning a little more towards day trading and uh, more technical trades, I'd recommend Humble Trader, Humble Trader on YouTube. Uh, meet Kevin on YouTube, that's Meet Kevin. And Kathy Wood from ARK Investments, also on YouTube. So those three can give you the, the really advanced info and, um, and technicalities to help you on your uh, more advanced journey. Alrighty then, so concludes my second podcast regarding Canadian Investing 101. Join me Wednesdays and Saturdays for more explorations on my journey to survive, grow, and prosper in a post-COVID Canada. Hello everyone, I'm Andrew Reed, Juris Doctor, Marketing, IT, and Business Development Guru. Here, we will together delve into my dedicated journey to survive, grow, and prosper in a post-COVID Canada. Mm -hmm.